Oh, well, yeah. No, I'm going to record this now uh, <laughs> to basically get it over with and make sure I actually get it published today in an appropriate time so I'm not uh, trying to get through it later on because uh, it's the end of the week. It's, oh, is it ever beautiful. I'm not going to lie. They say that the punishment that you get when you're a teenager is your goal when you're an old man. Sorry, when you're in your 30s and your 40s. <laughs> you know that Facebook meme? Right. Friday, uh, January 14th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding this here podcast. Daily audio blog. Monday to Friday. Uh, most often than not. More often than not. And uh, yeah, it's the end of the work week. I don't work on the weekend. I'm even thinking of canceling my Chinese class on Sunday just because it's like, you know, I could really do with a day that I don't feel obligated to get up at 5.30 and do something. <laughs> it might even... Like, I've been working... I worked out this morning. Uh, again, I went through that Hollywood body plan uh, workout plan off from the Garmin APP that I have. It's a solid workout. I got through it in 50 minutes today. And then I cycled to work, uh, which was, uh, it was good. And uh, if you remember, I've been doing this uh, restricted eating, this intermittent fasting. Now, as it, uh, as it turns out, um, if you're doing intermittent fasting, uh, you are, and, you, and you're working out like, intensely, or working out at all, I should say, uh, you're not supposed to go your full duration, right? So you're supposed to, or, or that or you're supposed to plan it so that your fasting window ends closer to the end of your workout. Uh, because what apparently happens is that if you are uh, fasting and you work out, then your body depletes its energy stores pretty quickly. But then it it kind of I don't it almost seems like it skips a step, like it burns fat, but then it starts you know, cannibalizing protein, uh, cannibalizing muscle tissue. Uh, if if you are fasted when you are working out, especially intensely. So uh, I don't know if you've heard of the anabolic window. This is the uh, current uh, belief research that shows that the body uh, sort of wants uh, protein replenishment, nourishment after a workout. And you know, if you Google this, it goes from anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours. Uh, but the uh, the idea that if you're doing intermittent fasting, uh, it's not a good idea to prolong, to, to put off eating after your workout. So if I finish my workout at seven o'clock, it's like I still have to go, I'm still in transit to work. But I mean, in the meantime, I got to shower and everything and get ready. Uh, so it's like I finished the workout at seven I cycle to work uh, 7.50, 8 o'clock around there, or probably earlier usually, uh, and then I get there, change and everything. So I still, I'm not able to eat until about 9 o'clock, which is pushing it for uh, that window, that anabolic window, wherein my muscles, like the muscle tissue, I shouldn't say my muscles necessarily, but muscle tissue is um, going to get broken down because, uh, or it's not, maybe it's not broken down, it's not going to regener- regenerate as quickly quickly or, or as good as it could if you were to feed it faster, feed your body faster, quicker or sooner 
closer to your, your the end of your workout? Oh, good question. And the same thing goes with stretching, right? I mean, if I finish the workout at 7 and then I don't stretch until 10 because I got to cycle to work again, like, do you consider the cycling part of the workout or is it a new workout or what is it? This is sort of things that I'm working on uh, figuring out. I can say that uh, with the intermittent fasting, uh, looking at the pictures that I've taken so far, I've dropped fat, you can tell, uh, uh, from the middle of December when I started just not eating as much as often uh, in that restricted window, I've dropped fat, particularly on my arms, uh, but also on my waist. You can see it. it's just a little bit more shapely to the to the to the the body, the frame of my body, rather than like muffin topping out a little bit more, uh, which is good to see. It's I kind of have difficulty seeing it. Like it's like it's, it's there. I'm kind of like yeah, yeah. You 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 lost fat, but I mean at the same time you you still you still have some ways to go. <laughs> and I guess if I was following a bit more of a rigid plan, because uh, I'm not really restricting what I'm eating. Like I'm restricting when I'm eating. So I've changed the timing of my eating, but I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this box of Ferrero Rochers. Okay, I mean it's not like um, but my colleagues see me eating a box of vegetables for lunch and they're like, oh yeah, you're so healthy. I'm like, oh you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um dinner time is go to town time. I mean I'm it's steak and cheese. That's pretty typical. Hamburger. I mean not like not like store bought hamburgers. I can make hamburger and I mix it with cheese as well. I eat a lot of cheese, I'm not gonna lie. Um which is commonly referred to as like your fat making food i'm like yeah but it tastes good and it has calcium and other proteins and it tastes good with meat so um yeah i'm not going to take that out of my diet anytime soon uh but that being said if 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 i were to follow a bit more of a uh, dietary or a nutritional plan in conjunction with the restricted eating that is intermittent fasting I suspect I would be able to drop down to that to the six pack that I was sort of aiming to get at some point within like this year, and it might sound shocking to do. And I I, I look at my midsection and go, I, by the end of January, it's not going to be possible. I, I don't think so. Within three months, possibly. So that like ninety days from the start of the intermittent fasting, I could probably drop enough fat that you would see visible abs. I don't know how far I want to go with this. And so that's why I kind of, I don't really want to, to be honest, I don't want to inconvenience myself. Okay. Like this is not meant, like I have no competition. I don't care. I'm not competing. I'm not going to be on stage. I'm like, I'm not taking my shirt off for anybody. I'm not an actor. I mean, even though I talked about a TV show, it's like that show is going to have my shirt on. Okay, it's not like my job requires me to have a six-pack. No, not at all. I think there's one, maybe two other guys. No, they. I think they left. I think there's one guy now who has a six-pack. That's it. I'm not sure of anyone else. All of the others are pretty rotund people. Not pretty. I mean, I mean, they got guts. I mean, come on, let's face it, right? Um, but it's like a six-pack, especially as you push upper 30s, 40s, 
not not too apparent. And this is no slight against them. This is just, you know, a lot of them, a lot of they have kids and have different lifestyles and different goals. My goal is at this point to see if I could get there, to see if I could hit the six-pack level. That being the case, I don't know if it's sustainable. Because, again, I don't want to inconvenience myself with, you know, tracking all of my macros all the time because my job doesn't require it. My life doesn't require it. If I want to eat half a box of Ferrero Rocher's, guess what? I'm going to eat half a box of Ferrero Rocher's. If I want to have two or three beers, guess what? I'm going to have two or three beers. Half a bottle of champagne, sure, that stuff is like candy. I didn't even realize that. Don't get me wrong. I know. The reason I'm pausing right now is because I'm making dinner at the same time. Tonight, beef, cheese, spinach leaves, lettuce that I have to get rid of, onions and garlic. Some onions, uh, some uh, spices as well. And you know what else I've been having this week? Guobaro. Tang Ji. The sweet and sour breaded pork products that this country is famous for. If you've ever gone to a Chinatown uh, Chinese restaurant, or any sort of Chinese restaurant, they'll usually have like a chicken balls or something like that. You know, like the breaded, deep-fried chicken balls. They're fantastic. They're great. Sweet and sour chicken balls. Awesome. They don't have them here. Instead, they have tang su li ji, which is sweet and sour pork. Well, I've been eating that for... I had that yesterday or two days ago. Um, and some of the guobaro was the same thing. It's like breaded... Breaded sweet and sour. Is it veal or is it pork? I'm not even... I don't know what meat they use. But these things, like... I don't want to be thinking too much about it because, again, there's no there's no real reason for me to be thinking about it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be appearing anywhere where I need to be taking my shirt off. So, and as an ESL teacher, guess what? It's no one cares. They care about passing. They care about their grade. They care about what you can do for them in terms of their 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 career, their English level, not even their English level, just getting through so they can get on to the next thing. Their teacher has a six-pack or not. Most of them, a lot of them, just about all of them, will never, ever know. Let's face it. You're useless as an English teacher for anything other than as a conduit to learning, language learning, and being that gateway to the next step. Your, your abdomen... Uh, they more care about how effective you are and how, how, how generous you are in your grading. Anyway, I digress. So with the intermittent fasting, the working out in the morning, uh, it's going well. Uh, I'm not unhappy with what I'm seeing, how it's sort of uh, turning out so far. So at the end of January, what do I plan to do? Now, this sort of uh, gets me because I'm going, you know what? Not like not eating breakfast at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock is actually working out in, in terms of time. It, it's giving me more time. It's giving me more flexibility in my schedule. So I can see that being something I could carry on. But the problem with this restricted window of eating is that at night... In order to hit that 16-hour window, if you go by the 16-8 scheduling, you can go by the, what is it, the 14-10, which is a little bit easier to do. But you have to be finished eating by 6, 7 p.m. I mean, wow, I'm just getting home, getting settled in. And it's not like I have anyone making dinner for me here. i got to make it my own, which is 
actually part of the reason why I was having Guobaro and Tangsu Liji this week because I was like, I'm, I'm so sick of making food and washing dishes that I just wanted to have it done already. I didn't want to think about that stuff. Uh, one of the good habits that I did pick up, and I mentioned this before, was that with the restricted eating window, it does often prevent me from having like one more biscuit, one more cookie, one more shot, one more beer. Not, not typically one more. Yeah, no, typically one more beer. It prevents me from doing that. Oh, just one more, you know, and pushing off uh, finishing my calorie intake for the day, which is a fancy way of saying it's like, you know, when you look at that beer, it's 200 calories, 250 calories. Is it worth it to push off even later into your next day the time that you can eat solid, real food that will make you happy and satiated just for that beer? It's something to think about when you go out drinking. Maybe not when you go out drinking. Well, yeah, when you go out drinking, when you're at home and having a beer or two beers, right? You know, you're watching your TV, your Netflix or whatever you watch. You have a beer, glass of wine. Is it worth to continue to consume calories when you know it's going to push off the end time of your restricted eating timing window? That's what kept me honest anyway. I have not been adhering to the 16-8 entirely. I've been going somewhere between 14-10, 15 9, 16-8, um, somewhere in there. But generally, yes, I try to finish eating by around 8, 7.30, which means I can start eating again by 10, 10.30, maybe even 9.30 if I'm really, really hungry. Workout days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to be eating earlier. 9.30, 9 o'clock if I can, because again, I don't, it's not just the rump, the stomach rumbling, it's like, apparently, there is, you can, you're not going to see the same amount of gains if you push off eating uh, after a workout, so, uh, and I, I don't want to do that. Now, I haven't noticed any muscle loss, um, and again, I'm not trying to gain mass at the time, I do a lot of, uh, uh, full body workouts with kettlebells. I do even lighter, I say light kettlebells, 14 kilograms, 14 kg uh, on my warm-ups and uh, on my off days. And then uh, the heaviest, I do have a 28 kg kettlebell, but uh, I don't use it very often. The highest I go now is 20, typically. I use that uh, just um, for any sort of like heavy lifting, some get-ups or 100 swings and things like that. More, more, most often, more often than not, I'm going to be using uh, the 14Ks, either one of them or two of them at the same time. I've picked up some good habits with this uh, restricted eating, which is good. It's not a bad thing. I think it's worth giving it a shot if you're thinking about it. Um, whether or not you're going to get ripped uh, within a month or two months, I'm not sure. Uh, again, to do that, to, to get that six-pack, that, that sculpted muscular look you're gonna to have to be following a uh, restricted dietary plan as well in addition to the restricted eating window all right so that's your food fasting and figure uh, analysis first-hand experience from this guy by no means a professional but uh, these are the things that have been trying out for the last little while uh, since it is still kind of early um, 
I haven't yet worked on my January track, but I did post a bunch uh, last night uh, for you guys to have a listen to. And I'll tell you, it's beautiful to have a night off because I don't work tomorrow. The generator from the school outside is off. Uh, and so tomorrow it's going to be nice and easy. Get up at 5.30, do a couple swings and get-ups uh, with the 14K uh, kettlebells, and then get on with my day. I think tomorrow I'm going to try to hit hard the, uh, the Chinese chapter once again, get that done, uh, and then also finish up my homework so I can uh, be prepared for Sunday. Finished up some other things as well on the weekend. I don't work a lot of next week. It's going to be pretty empty as well. I didn't realize, I mean, I realized, but I didn't really take note of it. We're basically midway through January. I mean, this is the 14th already. And what's going to happen? I mean, the the uh, Winter Olympics are just around the corner. And I say this because, like, there's next week work allocations. And two weeks from now, like, next weekend, basically, Chinese people have to work because, like, God forbid, you get a free day off. You don't do that. Spring Festival, what they do here is that they push around the work days in order to give people an elongated, a lengthened time off. So Spring Festival, although it's officially February 4th, 5th, and 6th, that's your like your main, your core days, it starts on the 31st and ends on the 7th or 8th, I think. But since you get those days off in the week, you have to make up for them on the weekends before and after the Spring Festival. No free day off in China's work scheduling. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, we we work all the time anyway, so uh, basically our office is going seven days a week. Uh, we we pause only when we have to uh, for outbreaks and uh, like public holidays, basically. Other than that, the shop is open. <laughs> Whether or not uh, we sign up for work or not, the uh, the work is still there. So anyway, but uh, that being said, I mean, we're heading into Spring Festival. A lot of people are leaving. Uh, it's quieting down. Uh, Beijing is being locked down. Tianjin is being long da- locked down. That's the port city that's having a major outbreak now. Um, and with the Olympics uh, right around the corner, I mean, Beijing is not taking any chances. It is not going to do what Tokyo had to do two years ago. I mean, if you're thinking that, you know, if you've ever heard about saving face uh, in Asian cultures, this is it. This is it. Like, China does not, will not, does not want to let the the, win, uh, the Winter Olympics not happen this year. They've been planning for it. They're going to make it happen. And if it means locking down cities, that's what they're going to do. And that's what they're doing. Can you argue with, yeah, with that? I don't know. It's uh one way to go about it so might not be able to attend them uh sadly uh, not because uh, of my unvaccinated status but because they simply won't have spectators similar with what japan did japan didn't have spectators this might be a spectatorless olympics winter olympics which is sad It'd be great to see canada win the olympic gold if they do even though the NHL players are not there. So, I mean, it's going to be a little bit more competitive now. With the world, like, basically it's the world juniors all over again. Great competition, great hockey. You're going to see some great, great athleticism. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, folks, January going on, finishing up that. We're getting into the weekend, a couple days off. The one thing I do have planned for the next 
week or so is to go skating at some point. I should probably go do that. It's Shichihai. And uh, it's one of the frozen lakes here in uh, in Beijing, but that's my the closest I will get to winter activities. I can't say that I miss the cold. I don't miss the snow. I, I see the temperatures that my hometown is hitting, and I go, nope, I'm glad I live in minus 6 winters and not minus 35, plus the wind chill dropping it to what? Minus 48? Ouch. Stay warm, folks. Keep well. Stay well, stay motivated, keep inspired. If you don't have inspiration, hit me up. I can give you some. Folks, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, blog posts, and a lot more on my website, stevensersky.com. And yes, the thought of a TV show is slowly gestating. Thank you for listening again. We'll talk again. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.